All right, here's another fun business icebreaker from projectmanager.com. <laughs> A movie that made you cry. It could be kind of all right, now I mean, me and Andy, me and Andy are on on record as being weepers. It doesn't yes. take me very much. Oh, yeah. Maybe Austin has like last oh, uh, last good last good weep. Oh, it was. I feel like it was actually pretty recent. Mine was. Uh, uh, yeah, I watched Totoro. Whatever weekend I did that two weeks oh, ago. Oh yeah, that movie mm. ruins me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know me. I I cry whenever like a a team whenever wins. the wind blows. <laughs> yeah, like like whenever uh, whenever an underdog gets his day or a or a dog does a sport. Uh, yeah, but or a say, sport well, does a win. Yeah. Or a... <laughs> if they don't if they don't cheat with like sappy music to a picture of a person crying, it takes mm. a little bit more. But yeah, no, honestly, okay. I, fall, last, I fall for the last, I fall for the trick. Th- like a my last big cry was Pinocchio. Actually, it was was Del Toro's Pinocchio. My Actually, last... no, it was the Jonathan T- Jonathan Taylor Thomas Pinocchio when he got all the cream. <laughs> he got all the cream on his face. <laughs> Such a waste of cream. <laughs> there's so many. There's so many dandy boys with no cream. <laughs> really makes you think. No. Finish your cream, son. There's dandies in other countries with no cream. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Saturday Morning Tuesdays, the adult podcast about children's cartoons. I'm Rory. I'm Andy. And I'm Austin. And we're still doing fun business icebreakers for meetings from (laughs) (laughs) projectmanager.com. Okay. Uh, (laughs) This one just carried right on over the theme song, huh? Yeah. Which sandwich is the best and why? My, I think the Reuben. I think that's the. I mean, oh, yeah, okay. that's a good sandwich. It's a solid sandwich. Are, are you imagining that we sit down in a conference room with a set agenda, and the boss just sort of starts asking this question instead? <laughs> no, everything <laughs> I've read on ProjectManager.com says you should be standing up for these kind of for these kinds of activities. Oh, okay. Oh, like maybe around. Get a, everybody on your foot. I'll get on your feet because you're having fun. It's business. Around a high top, maybe with a cocktail. After hours, what's your favorite sandwich? What's the best sandwich and why? <laughs> uh, well, it's a cold cut trio from Subway. Oh, you know, they reintroduced numbers now at Subway. Like you just ordered based like they've got they've got like eight sandwiches and you pick number one through eight or whatever. And you can if still I do whatever them... you want. But they really want you to just say a number now. It speeds the whole thing up. Oh, they you can't you can't condense my order into a number. <laughs> you can't reduce me to just a fraction on a page. I'm not a number. <laughs> I want I want pepperoncinis and a lot of olives, but not too many olives and just one line of mayo. <laughs> but not like the whole like zigzag of mayo that they always do. Look, I've got to talk about it. I've got to talk them through it like a like an air traffic controller trying <laughs> like to like a hostage negotiator more like. <laughs> The thing that always bugs me is it's so hard to get somebody to just if you say, please don't throw a fist of lettuce at my sandwich, then they just like 
delicately put one little shred into your sandwich. You're like, that's not what I, I just don't need the pile. I don't need the mound. Yeah. Or like, can I get the ham slices that don't have like a, a, a cubic inch of fat, uh, oh, in yeah. the center of them? Um, just, just give me a good, an attractive slice of ham, please. <laughs> I've been told that I'm one of those before. You're an attractive <laughs> ham. I'm an attractive slice of ham. What cut of meat are you? That's another icebreaker. <laughs> I'm the. Well, shank. I think I've. I think I've already said, but I think I'd be a brisket. Mm. <laughs> That's mouthwatering. <laughs> In a totally work appropriate way. Oh, I never answered the sandwich question. I uh, is this going to be radio poison if I go back to the sandwich question? I just it is, a, but I, at this point, we're so <laughs> we're in so deep. I have a strong feeling about this sandwich. Have you ever had peanut butter and honey before? Yeah, on toast. It's not a yeah, exactly. Sandwich. You toast the bread and you make a sandwich That's, out of it. I reject this as a sandwich. Oh, you son <laughs> of a bitch. Seriously? You can also do peanut butter and honey and jam if you're feeling crazy. You can do it like think, a club sandwich with a piece right, of bread now, in the middle of two other pieces of bread. I don't want to devolve into 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 too much Here sandwich pedantry. I got to say it. Uh, <laughs> If you just put spreadables only, <laughs> it remains toast. If you put spreadables on toast, it's toast. So what, I need ham in there? You need something that has to be put in. Is this finally a sequel to our sourdough episode? Is this- <laughs> ah, it is the best sandwich bread. We've been back to now, Okay. Now, did you know about the toast sandwich? This is a real thing. You- that is a oh, common, just... it is a sandwich with two untoasted slices of bread with, with a, a toast piece in the of toast as the sandwich material. Is it buttered or is it dried toast? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sounds... not a psychopath that's going to eat a toast sandwich. <laughs> I've done it before. I bet oh, it's got you a good... Then how do it... you not know, you lying sack of shit? Because I was in a bad place. <laughs> Own your life. Own your choices. I can, I can imagine a pretty... A pretty uh, enjoyable mouthfeel to that but i still feels like just a lot of plain bread yeah it feels like depression food (laughs) in more in in both the era and the state of being did i tell Uh, you guys about what i eat sometimes and i call them bachelor snacks yes (laughs) but i've forgotten what they fucking are let's get it on camera let's get it on a mic yeah oh no it's it's just just, it's like cold cuts and cheese right basically it's just all the things you want in a sandwich without the bread or like you the just cold cut cheese and, and some hot sauce, maybe. You just little, sculpt it into like a little snowball in your hand. Just, no, it's a roll. It's a little roll. It's a little. It's a little taquito. A little meat taquito. <laughs> With the bread is my hand. Like a little rosette. <laughs> it's a hand sandwich. Get it, mm. guys? Oh. We please. Can we please talk about? We've really established our we've established ourselves as serious wizards in the hunk versus wizard fight. <laughs> as an icebreaker podcast, um, yeah, no, the icebreakers are very good, Rory. The Thank ice you. has <laughs> the ice has been broken. <laughs> we have sunk <laughs> like the Titanic. <laughs> uh, so we watched. So we watched more, more, uh, more shirtless justice. We watched more Rambo, more Conan. Uh, yeah, pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Um, it is. Is it, is it pretty good? <laughs> it's stuff? pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, Rambo fights Quahoon. <laughs> Although we have to cut that <laughs> yes. now. We can't. We can't. We can't drop it. We so. we, t- we can't talk about that yet, Rory. No, no, uh, not quite. We got to do. We got to jump to Conan first. 
so that we can talk about Conan and yeah. his fun times. But this, just a recap, we are covering these shows that are extremely pulled from R-rated movies mm-hmm. that just, by all accounts and, and common sense, just don't belong on yeah, Saturday Yeah, I don't even morning. know how much I associate with that that premise anymore. It was what got us here, but they they share such little connective tissue with the property that spawned them. It's pretty hard to... Com- to talk well, about them in the same breath, right? Yeah, I, of course. I mean, you 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 defang them in such a way that what they have to become is just absolutely nothing. Yeah. Uh, but it is funny that there were apparently there were a lot of parent groups that were rallying to get the Rambo show canceled because, the, you know, and then this video I was watching about the history of the Rambo show was like, it seemed, you know, they wanted to get the show canceled. But honestly, Rambo... Uh, didn't actually kill anybody in the show. He actually advocated for violence, for nonviolence. And it's like, mm. uh, the man is still shooting an AR-15 through the, most of the runtime of any given episode. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also, it's just, you're, you're making this show for the optics, right? And, and the optics is Rambo. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> it's what you're, you know, it's what you're invoking. It doesn't matter what's actually in the show. At least with it's, Conan, it's kind of like, oh, it's a fun fantasy show or whatever. Oh, that's, that's right. kind of fu- like Rambo's just Rambo. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We're going to jump right in. We're going to dive right into Conan. We're going to talk about episode two. Wait, and hold on. I've, I just have a question first. If oh. you had to pick any character oh, in a God. book, movie or TV show who was most similar to you, who would you choose and why? Is Rambo? It's probably Rambo. Yeah, <laughs> definitely Rambo. upon his family by driving the evil serpent men back into another dimension and vanquishing their leader, the cruel wizard Rathamon. All right, everybody, it's Conan O'Brien, uh, the Conan O'Brien show. And it's me, Andy Richter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and here's that clip from Mac and Me that Paul Rudd always shows. Yeah, because we got Paul Rudd over there. Paul Rory Rudd. And uh, is this good? Is this good? Is this better than the uh, icebreakers? No, no, you know why it's not good? It's because Conan for project managers is great. <laughs> Conan has a podcast and it's wildly successful. Oh shit, that's right. God, he's so much better than us. Um, <sighs> Fuck let's that talk guy. about Conan, the Adventurer, Episode Two, Blood Brother. Mm. And the synopsis is: Conan is captured and shackled to the oars of a slave ship, where he befriends Zula, a mighty warrior prince. Then both are taken to work in the quarry pits of Rathamon, where Conan plots escape with Zula. 
This episode started with a last time on segment, and I don't know how many times that's happened on this podcast, but very few. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I, we are watching these chronologically, though, because they're very, very uh, serialized. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like after this point, we could probably jump around a little bit yeah. if we wanted to keep going. But like, yeah, I was glad we watched the second one after the first one. Um, we meet we meet a <laughs> we meet a guy named Zula. Who I like him. you he's might fun. think is a Zulu because he's definitely an African certain, tribe. Se- seems but like what he's but yeah, and he's for. got he's got the cowhide shield. They're they're evoking it, but they don't use the word Zulu. No, what the word that they use is Wasai instead of Masai. So oh, he's yeah. a Masai with a W. They flipped it Wario style, <laughs> and they're Wasai or bots. <laughs> yeah. Now the the funny thing though that. Uh, I guess that that struck me as a little strange is when they meet on this ship, uh, shackled next to each other, Conan and Zula. Um, he says, "Oh, you're a uh, you're a Sumerian. You're a barbarian from Samaria. I hear that they are like a primitive culture." Mm-hmm. And it's like when you look at the two of them, they're both wearing like animal skin loincloths. It's sort of yeah. I don't know. It's just sort of fun to be like, oh yeah. You know, your culture is is they're all they're all prehistoric. Was, like they're all they prehistoric are. cultures, right? It's like yeah, yeah. But he is Conan the Barbarian, so it was kind yeah. of like fitting and reasonable. Totally. And he doesn't like wizards. And <laughs> and wizards. Zula and his people are all about wizards. They have wizardly powers with with animal friends, and they do all sorts of fun magic. So you know, open your mind, Conan. Yes. Conan then Conan immediately tears the shackles off of his boat. I get. I mean, he you know he's like chained to the floor, I guess, and he just sort of rips him out yeah. and just makes a makes a break for the side of the boat and just yeah. Leaps both off. him and Rambo do this today. They rip they rip some iron shackles out of some stuff. It's very popular for a muscle man to do. I know we love these two guys. Are uh, <laughs> two expendables? I guess. Oh <laughs> boy, yeah. Um. Although it is a, there's a strange shot. As soon as he jumps across, I was trying to track where the camera was going and where he jumped off because the, the villains, the Stygians, uh, mm-hmm. look over the side of the boat, uh, at where I almost said Rambo, where Conan jumped <laughs> off. Uh, and then Zula is just standing right there next to them, just sort of like, Hey, what are we looking at? Like as <laughs> if he's not also just chained to the boat as a, yeah, as a prisoner. Like, and you just see him fully standing up with his arms unchained, just sort of looking out over the side of the boat, like, oh, where'd he go? And then they pan back and he's sort of chained back to his chair. But I don't know. It's it's just a, did they forget? Eh, they just wanted him in the shot. Yeah. <laughs> no. I thought, the, uh, I thought the little escape was fun because it, it ultimately fun. it didn't succeed, which was no. interesting. Which was fished it, out. Which I didn't, fished out they fished him out after he almost hook. drowned. After uh, successfully, well, kind of, I wouldn't say successfully fending off a shark. He does in the sense that a shark doesn't eat him, but he doesn't really beat the shark. He just kind of doesn't get he, killed. He intimidates the shark enough. <laughs> God, I put him in his love place. these hunks. He rips chains out. He jumps in the water, just like covered in chains. He kicks sharks. Fucking love this dude. But it was fun. He does, as has been pointed out by multiple characters at this point on the show, he is 
wearing too much iron to possibly float or swim up to the surface. Uh, he almost makes it just, you know, by the feet of his own muscles. But uh, well, almost makes it. They act like there's some sort of surface tension he'll float on top of once he gets once he right. breaks the surface. Yeah, he was <laughs> really yeah. fighting for one breath. Um, But he doesn't get it and they have to fish him out and he's back on the boat. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Did you hear what <laughs> did they they said what kind of hooks they're supposed to use? But I didn't I couldn't make it out. Did he? I wasn't. Guys? Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't I hear it. Know. Weird wor- yeah. world. Well, building. Anyway, they, they've got they've got big, long hooks they use to pull. Pull stuff up out of the ocean, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So they realize, or uh, I guess Conan realizes, the one ace he has up his sleeve might be uh, Needle, our least favorite character. <laughs> the yeah, the, the phoenix that lives in his shield. Phoenix, who's sitting in the cargo hold, uh, and and becomes three dimensional again, uh, only to you know to come in and. He's going to like steal the keys off of a sleeping guard at night. And then I guess some other Stygian wizard captures him in a jar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's the end of that attempt. So, yeah, they, <laughs> they fail twice and then still get brought to the feet of Rathamon's like fucking throne. And I, I, I liked it. I liked watching, you know, watching them roll too low live, you know, like, yeah. well, Sorry, you failed. You failed these checks, and now here you go. Here's a bad guy, and he's got you. Fucking deal with that. And Rathamon's got him there, and he's very, uh, very happy about it. And uh, they're gonna. He's reveal. He reveals that he's having them build the pyramids because he's like fully. He's he's presented now with both Conan, uh, a revealed Prince Zula, who I guess is just also another thorn in his side, and is a prince. And this chest full of gems and other shit, including Conan's sword and some other space metal. And so he's like, fuck, yeah, I'm gonna get this pyramid yeah. plan off the off the ground. As a side note, as a side note, I feel like if Conan is a barbarian in 5e, he would have taken a feat to get find familiar. Right. Which would give him boo. Need, needle. Boo, boo, boo. Mm. No Hasbro talk on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all we're doing is Hasbro talk. These are all. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I don't want to end up on Hasbro talk on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, yes. So uh we have Rathamon is like he finally has the sword. He's like getting all turned that he's going to uh he's going to melt down his sword and make his cool discs that he needs for his pyramids I, and I like Rathamon in a weird way because when he gets like I don't know. It's it's when he gets too excited or when he gets hit by the sword or whatever, his like snake features. I don't know if he's actually a snake person or a real person who's been snakeified, but he he's so extra on the snake vibes because all the time he looks like a normal angry dude wearing a snake head helmet and a big snake head on his chest and like snake head pauldrons. And like, it's really a lot. And then when he gets his own head is a snake head. It's like a snake wearing a snake helmet, and it's really intense. And his voice goes like for a while until he like calms down and turns back into a person and has the deep voice again. It cannot resist me for long. My power will corrupt it in the end. (sighs) Just as it will make you my obedient slaves. 
He's got a normal guy face, but then when the sword gets too close, it reveals that he's got a nasty boy face, snake mm-hmm. face, another snake face. Yeah. But I like that his voice changes too. It's a fun, it it's a fun, like, touch uh, that he just sounds like a fucking crazy person when he's it, all when it over happens. The place. Yeah. I, you know, he's not as iconic as Mumra, and he's not as, like, I don't know, balls out confident as Munstar, but. He's he lives somewhere in this pantheon, and I I really do like him. Yeah, so far definitely definitely Mumra energy to be sure. Uh, right, I mean especially when he's talking to Set like the ancient spirits of Eru. Right, and then he can sort of become a decrepit form or a real beefcake hunk. There's sort mm-hmm. of that like, yeah. God, he can hunk at will. That's so fucked. Mm. I I boy, I don't have a ton about this episode. No, no, really not of- a lot. It's very it drags. A to B to C. Yeah. Well, okay, uh, then 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 let's hit a couple let's hit a couple big things, right? So Zula's Zula's animal magic is fun. Yeah, he's yeah, got they're animal building magic. A pyramid. They they're building his pyramid and they very quickly stage a prisoner revolt. Well, my <laughs> I really liked it, just a weird bit of like disconnect, but they're in the prison cell. This is their first day there and they're meeting yeah. all these other prisoners. And they're all in there that, you know, they get tossed this nasty maggot ridden food and they don't want to eat it. But the rest of the prisoners do because they're like, oh, we're so weak. We're half starved. We're dying. And they're so ripped. Oh, shit. It's maggot day. Ooh, (laughs) these these guys are so they're they look like bodybuilders and they're like, we are half starved and weak. How can we fight the guards? (laughs) <laughs> they're just draped That's around. Like, they're just colored. Then, they're colored pale and pasty, but they're big hunks. <laughs> but they didn't like. They didn't like the dirty old food. So Zula has the lemurs bring them mangoes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, they're not really mangoes. Some sort of uh, obscure. Some sort of non-real fruit. Some big, mm-hmm, big right. orangish thing. But whatever, a fruit of some kind. Yeah. A Hyborian round gourd. And the lemurs go fucking hard on the paint. They bring yeah. them a shitload of fruits. <laughs> so now, yeah. so now, uh, you know, plump, plump with fruit juice, the boys are ready to go ham. Yeah, yeah on the sugar high that only lasts a couple <laughs> hours. Let's get this moving. I'll, I'll be honest, though. I kind of wish, uh, kind of wish Zula could have talked to the seagulls or something to free them on the boat. Ugh, right? Yeah, it's fair. No, but the problem is he has to be able to get down to the ground, uh, and maybe oh. it only works on the ground, and like okay. trace the little symbol that he does. Mm, right. He like traces okay. a symbol on the ground. I don't know. I'm sort of bending over backwards to world build why that doesn't work on a boat. No, but... I mean, you can kind of see them working in all of these side avenues for making their characters, giving them an out for why they don't use their powers all the time. Like, uh, uh-huh. like Needle uh, can barely lift the keys. So it's kind of establishing like, look, Needle is not going to be able to do much this yeah. show. We're kind of setting his his bar pretty low. Until he's a fully grown phoenix, maybe. But he's already 100 and he's still a little shrimpy bitch. So who knows? I mean, probably yeah, never. Baby baby Yoda rules. He's Ugh. just a little one. I, I really like, so they do the slave revolt, right? Because they're all, now they're, now they're turnt on juice. And uh, it works pretty good. And he uh, he runs in because Rathamon's going to try and he's like trying to forge these these discs and he's going to have to use the sword. But the sword was tempered by Conan's dad. So it's going to take longer to, to melt. To unlock his discs. And to unlock your disc. <laughs> and unlock your disc. Uh, unlock disc. Uh, and so Conan has a fair amount of time to go save his sword. And as he runs in to go fight 
<laughs> Rathamon, we gotta drop it. The way he yells out, my sword! <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> my sword! Oh. Uh, it's it's good, but they do it. They do a, a a 1v1. They do a couple 1v1s in this episode. And uh and this time they manage to to actually escape. And there's a bit of a weird fake out that I don't know why we needed where like Rathamon is pushed back into a bunch of flames and then he's just fine like two cuts later. Yeah, they just needed a reason to leave. Yeah. Um yeah, and then and then you know they run away, and uh, Zula uses his powers again to call in lions this time. My lion brothers, thank you for heeding my call. And uh, and they get they get away, and I guess we get to peek into some some like some courtly court, drama. Yes, yes, yeah, some court politics at Zula's home, at the home of the Wasai. Yes, yeah, so this is is actually kind of hilarious, unintentionally maybe. <laughs> Is is this guy his brother or his cousin or what I is it? I think it's his brother. Um, <laughs> we come in and we see, I guess, Zula's father and brother who are just sort of at the time thinking, well, Zula's gone. I think the uh, the customary arbitrary amount of time has passed that Zula must be dead. And so therefore the crown will pass to you, uh, younger right brother or whatever. Now. Oh, shit, Zula. <laughs> Zula's back. <laughs> and then not only do they completely shuffle this brother off to the side, it's Zula running in like, hey, dad, awesome. Okay, meet my friend Conan. Conan's amazing. He's like totally my bro. In fact, he's so much my bro that we're going to like legally make him my brother. We're blood brothers now. And he's we, like we wookie life at each other back and forth. Conan, join me here. Lamu, shaman of the Wasai. This man, Conan of Samaria, has been my brother in battle. Let him now be my brother in the tribe. If you become blood brother to Zula, should any harm befall him, you must accept all duties as prince of the tribe. I accept this honor and this duty, Lamu. Meanwhile, this brother who is literally in his moment of happiness is like staring from the curtain like, are you shitting me? <laughs> but of course he was evil and did so that's the thing that's kind of awkward about this right where it's like if Zula had figured out or at least suspected his brother then it makes a little sense that he wants to you know put a yeah, little buffer between his I brother and the throne would, this moment would make him into the Joker but he was already yeah. Joker-fied before this yeah moment. exactly so it's kind of I don't know it <clears throat> feels like a waste of a good of a good potential villain motivation Right, because the reveal is that he's been working with Rathamon the whole time, and he was the one who got Zula captured by the slavers in the first place. So, like, yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, it could have been, it probably would have been a better story if this was what jokered him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it isn't. Uh, and and you know, he gets to talk with Rathamon on villain TV, and Rathamon's <laughs> mad, and and I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna spend more time. With the Wasai, I don't know if we're going to watch episode three when we probably continue, not. but no, but, we're going to jump to something that looks buck wild, probably. Or yeah, something probably. That has Evilac in it. Oh my god, Evilac! We're gonna. I'm saving all Evilac conversation until we do Evilac. Okay. Um. <laughs> um. I think that's it, right? I don't think there's anything yeah. else in this yeah, in this it. episode. I think so. Until Evilac. <laughs> Cut to an ad. Okay. <laughs> Thank you.
Well, hey there, Austin. Hey, it's I'm just your baby boy. Just yeah, that's right. And and it would be great if you could help everybody at home uh, learn a little bit more about our newest sponsor. I keeping the to. lights on here at Saturday morning Tuesdays. Could you tell all of our listeners about Tunnel Honey? I will 100% tell you about Tunnel Honey. Listen, in this day and age, staying healthy is probably the hardest thing to do. You know, and where does where does all the all the health problems come from? Sugar, having sugar, yeah. having high fructose <laughs> corn syrup having all that like not good stuff for you you know and it's like you keep thinking what is the good sweet what kind of good sweet is there is it going to be agave nectar fuck no is it going to be you know prune syrup i don't think so is it is it splenda not in my house (laughs) uh so what is it going to be is it regular honey well you're getting close you're on to something (laughs) um but this is actually this is pretty pretty surprising because researchers in Nevada uh mm-hmm. ha- were digging a tunnel um they're actually they were digging one of those big Elon Musk bullshit Tesla tunnels oh like a hyperloop scenario yeah that just that does nothing and just takes mm-hmm. a takes an electric car and they were digging you know and they they sort of went Maybe a little too greedily and too deep, if you will. Oh no! Um, in their in their dig, and they stumble across a vein of <laughs> the a remnants oozing... of an old god. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know is the answer. I mean, they came across tunnel honey. Um, oh, this they struck this vein of a syrupy liquid that is sort of dribbling out of the stone itself. <laughs> Um, as if the earth itself are bleeding and you know, you know what it is? Uh, if you know that would be great. Um, but (laughs) it is sweet. It It tastes incredible. Uh, and so far it is highly reviewed as a flavor. So we are using tunnel honey for, Waffles. We're using tunnel honey for to put in our bubbly water. We're we're using it as a pick me up. We're we're splashing a little drop here and there. You know, are the mining operations just getting going? Absolutely. Are they being used as like a way to recoup costs of the big bullshit tunnels that don't do anything? Yeah, hundred percent. Are a bunch of uh, other like agencies and and. You know, gold rush prospectors sort of joining the <laughs> the hunt for this sort of mysterious tunnel honey in Nevada. You bet. Yeah. You bet. Um, because honestly, they're calling this yellow gold. Uh, because which you know, is, no, they're calling it. No, calling gold it is gold, gold. Us, Andy. <laughs> Don't you dare. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and because you know what. We're not going to be around on this earth forever. We got to take care of ourselves. We got to use the good sugar, the good. Does sweet. it make us younger? <laughs> we we haven't been. You know, again, this happened like last week. They found. Oh, it. sure. They found the syrup last week. And uh, will the earth one day, you know, take its vengeance from from being wounded and gouged? Um, and this is its blood, and and it shrieks mm-hmm. at us the only way it knows how. Uh, possibly, 
Is it sweet? Yes. It did 100%. give Elon Musk back all of his hair. There have been a lot of earthquakes in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Um, Connected? Who's to say? <laughs> yeah, Nevada is a perfect, perfect uh, match. Global, you know, other side of the, other side of the the planet. Yeah, you can draw a straight line from Nevada to Taiwan. Did you That's know correct. that? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You can oh, draw a straight earth, line. I thought the Earth streaked at earthquakes. That was as I thought you were saying. Is this unrelated? No, it's, it's streaking in the only ways it knows how, which <laughs> is tonality. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought that was just the blood it bleeds from. Right. From it's the, the shrieks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can't streets. be more. I can't be more clear about what's happening here. <laughs> it's good. Okay, I'm on board. It, have it. Put it in your tea. I plan to. Thanks, Austin. Great. Yeah. I'm gonna go lick a tunnel. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to our advertisement. But it's back to the podcast now with Rambo. I guess I feel like the ad really put up an ice wall that needs. needs Ooh, all right. Uh, Is there anything you don't eat? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, the tone of voice really changes that question, though, right? Uh, It's like, wow, is there anything you don't eat? Or like, wow, is there anything you don't eat? (laughs) Oh, I thought you meant like in a sexy way, like what? No, who? no, like like I just like loaded up my plate at the buffet, and no, Carol oh, walks up and wow, goes, "Wow, is there, is there anything, anything you, you don't, don't eat?" <laughs> That's really no, breaks I think the I, ice. Take it, gen- take it genuinely. What don't you eat? I know Andy won't eat a lot. Eggs? No, if it's, it's eggs if it's been seafood. near the. If you want, if it's been near the ocean, if it's kissed the ocean, the brine, if it's kissed the sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't have it. What about you, Austin? I mean, yeah, you, um, can, you do everything mostly, right? Most everything. I I want to. I'm sorry to stop you, Austin. Uh, yeah, you no, can't no. just say it's just eggs and seafood like that's two little <laughs> things. That's the entire ocean's food. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of things. You know how many seas there are? Seven. <laughs> okay, now Austin. Um, I I mostly do everything, although I I will usually put the put the brakes on uh, some preparations of eggplant or mushrooms where they get this kind oh, of yeah, real sure. sort of slippery. Yeah, they get slimy like a okra, rubbery, like a, slippery. Like... That's just sort of like. And then, like, juicy in a bad way. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> when when the texture gets weird, you know. But but uh, I never. I will not. I will not turn down all versions of those uh, 
of those vegetables. What about you, Rory? Or fungi. I don't like, I have a specific texture I don't really like, um, but it's sort of variable based on how good the thing is. But I don't like things that are crunchy and watery at the same time. You know, like the stock of a celery. Although I will oh, eat celery with, you know, like, like what, a about, what about like a cucumber? <clears throat> don't like the cucumber. I like salad, but I like the leaf. The stem I find un- unappealing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. We've really learned a lot about each other right just now. Yeah, I feel it's I, so that, funny. That ice wall we've, has just melted and broken. broken. Wow. Wow. Um, but you know what? There's a Dracula in this one, so mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's say bring the transition home. <laughs> Find it. Find it. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see if I can. Um the this uh uh you 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 know you might you might think your your salad's super great, but don't don't count your tomatoes before they the count return of the count rambo episode 27 return of the count on halloween the count resurfaces and captures a boy named danny even when rambo escapes his trap and rescues danny he discovers that the count is collaborating with general warhawk to capture the president of the united states oh my god this (laughs) checks off so many of our boxes such a short amount of words um I mean, we were, of course, a huge fan of kidnapping the president or the president's yes. vehicles or uh, uh, anything like we, that. We love, we love Dracula. Draculas. We love Draculas. And we love boys named one. Danny. Wait, <laughs> sure. That one. That one wasn't one of the boxes. But he's in there. Yeah. Fuck. It's and Halloween. It's Halloween. It's, it's also our Rambo. second. It's our second Rambo spooky house. Yeah. How did that no. happen? How does Rambo wind <laughs> up in, in so many spooky houses? That's in, <laughs> that's the opposite of his whole thing. <laughs> that Fuck. is the opposite of his whole thing. Uh, this was. Uh, well, he rides a piano for a real long time. <laughs> he does. That is good. <laughs> I don't know. I had a great time with this one, starting with the, the 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 first moments where we have this like evening scene at the Pentagon, and it, they're like building it up like they're gonna like, oh, you want to do it? It's a messy job, but someone's got to do it. And it takes the his reveal, knife out. yeah, the reveal is that this black ops team carves pumpkins together after hours at the Pentagon on Halloween. <laughs> Like, yeah, and he splorches his knife right into the pumpkin. <laughs> oh, oh, what a gross thing. It's a messy job, but someone's got to do it. <laughs> Didn't they all dog him for making such an ugly an ugly lantern? Yeah, ugly because he jack. made it with his fucking Bowie knife or whatever, right? He's like, yeah, like wow, man. It looks pretty good to be. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a really great pumpkin. <laughs> Yeah, that's happening. And then meanwhile, we cut to uh, to two boys on Halloween doing their trick or treat session. God, um, that's Danny a normal and Johnny. way to talk about it. Yeah, they're Just brothers. The, the most low effort boys. Uh, they found a spooky house, and Johnny is dead set on making Danny scared shitless about it. But Danny's too dumb to be scared of an obvious death trap house, and he goes up and he trick or treats. <laughs> And the door opens and it's Dracula. Well, there's two <laughs> glowing spectral wolves. <laughs> yeah. And then a Dracula. And, and Dracula then he just takes the kid. 
Well, no, he doesn't. Uh, you know, he cloak naps him. He sort of drapes his cloak yeah, over just... the child and then it envelops him into it as he leaves the front door. And I swear to God, you guys, I thought about it afterwards. I still can't figure out why Dracula takes this kid. He just, <laughs> what does this add really... to his plan? Okay, he wants I to mean, steal he... the president. He takes yes. this random kid. I have, okay. You know what? I was going to save it for, for later, but I've, I think... <laughs> I've worked out basically the 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 plan from start to finish, right? Okay. Um okay. Uh appear in a scary window to lure in the cousins of Colonel Troutman. Lure uh, hope that they hope that they show up. Take okay. one yeah, of the kids. Yeah, that's the part that's confusing to me. Take one of the they kids. They go to his house. Yes, they show up. Yeah, right. Hope hope that they show up, right? Okay. Yeah. Great. Use it as a pawn to hopefully lure in Troutman, who will who will bring in Rambo. Great, take okay. Rambo to the house. Dot dot dot. Uh, also put him hope in a wall. Th- hope put him in a wall. Hope that there is a lightning storm. If there is, use kites. Have lightning strike the kites, <laughs> which will activate the wire that will then overload the power station of Washington D.C. It overloads the power and sh- blacks out the entire city. Great. Steal now, president. Dot, dot, dot. Again, <laughs> kidnap the president. <laughs> but, okay, so you're telling me that they knew, they're like, oh, we've got these two dumb kids. There's no obvious, they don't lure the kids. No. These two kids just go to the house of well, their own see, accord. They see a Dracula in the window. With a candle. Okay. Yeah, it's a little bit of a lure, but it is not a well thought but out it's base. Not, no, there's and, not even the a bowl whole of candy at the front door. So you're telling me that they kidnap this kid specifically because he's Colonel Troutman's nephew and that they know he'll bring Rambo so they can because, kill Rambo in the spooky house? Rambo gets there and it's like, uh, glad you can make it, Rambo. So obviously they. They knew eventually oh Rambo would God. get sent into this spooky now, house. I do want to talk about the best part of this episode, though. Yes. Well, second best, because uh, best part, Dracula. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but after the, and this part is also Dracula related. It's <laughs> yeah. after, after Dracula has kidnapped this little boy, the other one runs home to tell mommy and he says, Mom, Mom, what is it, Johnny? We went to old Dagger's mansion and a ghost grabbed Danny and he had two glowing ghosts. You mean like Dracula? Yeah, Mom. That's it, like Dracula. Johnny, when are you going to stop with your stories? Now get your brother out of hiding and go to bed. You cannot keep saying Dracula took your brother. (laughs) (laughs) This time it's Uh, real, Mom. This time I'm telling the truth. It was Dracula. He stole him. He he apparently has done so many off-screen lies. (laughs) <laughs> that they have to make it into the moral of the story, even though we never see him lie. No, he's no. only he's literally being a good boy and telling the truth. And at the end, it's like, <laughs> all right, now what did we learn from this? Stop lying. Like, no, we didn't. Your mom <laughs> didn't believe you. See, when you said when you were talking about your favorite part of the episode, I thought this is what you were going to say, because after this. She's like, I know someone will help. And she calls, I guess, her brother, Colonel Get Troutman. Me Rambo. <laughs> and they're hanging out still doing Halloween shenanigans in the Pentagon. And <laughs> Colonel Troutman gets a call and he basically is like, yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Okay. My nephew swears that his brother was grabbed by a ghost. <laughs> Count us in. <laughs> I mean, I also, I love the idea. I mean, before I knew that she was related to Troutman and had some connection. Yeah, I, I just love the too. idea. Yeah. I love the idea of a mom who, 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 you know, as soon as she knows that her child has been kidnapped by Dracula, it's like, oh, we're calling I the guess I can just, I just, I guess I'll just call Rambo, I guess. <laughs> It's I weird mean, because Rambo is like a known property. Like we've yeah. seen in, the, in these episodes, like a policeman is just like Rambo. Like everyone knows who oh, Rambo hey, is. Rambo, how you doing? <laughs> you're that one. Who, you're that PTSD guy who did all that stuff in Washington. Hey, you you made all the other cops die. How you doing, bud? <laughs> I just, my nephew swears his brother was grabbed by a ghost and Rambo's like, we're on it. <laughs> this is a perfect use for me and government resources. This is exactly what the president wants us doing. Force of freedom. I hate also, ghosts. Also, I love the idea that Count Dracula, I guess they call him Count Vladimir, right? Uh, Supposedly he's a descendant of Dracula. Is cool. The, is the... Sweet. But he has a, a nice two-story <laughs> colonial in the District of Columbia, I guess. Sure. That yeah. he hangs out in a, a condemned a condemned building in a in a nice well to do DC neighborhood. God. Yeah. So okay. Anyway, we get all the players here in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Uh the team I'm is sorry. gonna break into the spooky. Well, uh, Andy, Andy, Austin, you think it's crazy that Dracula has a house? <laughs> <laughs> is that no, I'm saying it's crazy that he has a condemned building in the middle of a nice DC neighborhood and uh the home the you know the 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 HOA hasn't like completely bulldozed <laughs> this thing. Well, he he's got he's got he charm them. Yeah. Make them yeah, the thralls. HOA are all his thralls, Austin. Oh, that's a good point. I just you know, do you think the mom called in Rambo because she really hated that eyesore in the neighborhood? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's waiting for an excuse to call in the feds. <laughs> I don't. I, he says Dracula did it. It's in the ugly house right across the street. <laughs> you know the one that doesn't match the rest of the uh, the architecture you know, on the, the block. The, the one that doesn't mow their lawn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one that doesn't weed the curb. I think there's a ghost the broken in there, down car. And he's friends with Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> he took my son. <laughs> Bring tanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay so so i guess unless we're missing anything any sort of intermediate step no, Rambo we're in enters spooky the, house. He, he enters the spooky house and <laughs> i don't know guess i does a, has a bunch of catty comments about things that pop up and aren't scaring him yes <laughs> someone's trying to make a believer out of me and they're succeeding yeah, but then there's like ghost dogs. There's also he's got there wolves. Is... He's got wolves that he painted white with uh, with, with phosphorus. The phosphorus? Paint. Yeah. <laughs> there's also a, a chandelier that falls down, and you can see that the chandelier has bulbs, has light bulbs instead of candle mm -hmm. candle wicks. Yeah. Uh, I but I also kind of liked it because I yeah. feel like Dracula canonically he's, he's a friend of the wolves he could turn into a wolf that doesn't stay in the pop culture very often yeah it's mm -hmm. thrown out for like bat stuff mm -hmm. yeah he bats. yeah Dracula, yeah. Dracula likes wolves too bro yeah he likes cool wolves that he painted with <laughs> white phosphorus yeah and where he Dracula wears wolf shirts <laughs> <laughs> what they're cool 
I just don't uh, know how the how the wolves are okay after being covered in phosphorus. Yeah, <laughs> no, but it's fine. So that's how he realizes that they're not actual that they're not ghosts. Actually, that they're just painted like ghosts. They're illusions. <laughs> on cue, having seen through the ruse, they realize there's no point in keeping up this weird Dracula shtick. Which they and were doing the, for... For some reason. For some reason. I don't know. I but mean, because the, the, guy's guy's still, Savage. the guy's still Dracula, basically, though. Like, Also, you're locked in a house an with wolves. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's not the... the the danger's not gone because you figured out that it's just glowing in our pain. predators in the house. Yeah. I guess yeah, three, the wolves including... are just tearing his hands off, and he's like, they're not ghosts. They're not ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> but the savage, okay, so the guys from Savage, these, these savage goons, show up, and they're like, fucking, it's time to kill Rambo. And it, it includes my favorite one <laughs> of the, the savage goons. Gripper. Oh. <laughs> the he's one with gripper. the pinchy hand. Yes. His name is Gripper. And is it is it got, Gripper? It's such a limp dick claw hand. It's yes. the lamest <laughs> claw hand to have ever been put on screen. Is this where he says, "Is you're a dead man, Rambo, and then Rambo buries him in the wall and says, You're a dead man, Rambo. <laughs> Only if I'm a wall. Yeah, he punches yes. his, his gripper into the wall, and Rambo's like, yeah, well, I'm dead like that wall. <laughs> it's a bad joke, but I don't know. Yeah. It, it made me chuckle. <laughs> um, and then he, I like and, that he's mean. I like that he bullies him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I guess he goes through a, a bookcase wall because he knows that's from movies, and it just also works. <laughs> he's delighted. Yeah. Mm, I saw this once in an old horror movie, and it really works. And in the cheap animation style, that 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 book is so far removed. Yeah, the cell, from, the uh, painted whatever from the cell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then he finds Dracula with with Danny. Yeah. What's the line about hiding behind a little boy? Yeah. Do you have it? He says, Good evening, Rambo. Since my ghostly illusions didn't drive you away, I decided on another tactic. Like hiding behind a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> and he trapdoors him because trap everybody loves trapdoors. Everybody doors. loves trapdoors. <laughs> and uh, and he's surrounded by bad guys who are about to shoot him in the face. And the Count comes up and does that thing. That villains in these things always do. It's just so bad to see, which is stop shooting him is too quick. I have a better way. And, and what, what way better is that? way? <laughs> His better is way. Incredible. <laughs> while being a little convoluted, he was a like, little. he's like, the gun is too fast for him. Th- that water that he starts pouring into the room after they've bricked him behind it, that's pouring in fast. Like, this was not yeah. a much slower and death and than they a leave. gunshot. They literally are no longer leave. in the house. Yeah, they make a new room. <laughs> I'm sure this can be chalked up to just kind of, you know, corner cutting animation. Uh, the wall, the bricks that uh, break from the wall when Rambo escapes are the exact same ones the villains just put in to finish, you know, finish bricking him up. Yeah. But it kind of gives the impression that the other ones were properly like spackled and, the, and these guys just got lazy with the last couple yeah, bricks. Yeah, they, they're just, yes. yeah, they're just cinder blocks without like, without good mortar. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. that's that's the hilarious part, right? It's like, no, do not shoot him. It's too easy. Let's uh, build. Let's do manual build labor and build an entire <laughs> yeah, they wall. They do so much work. And then let's sort of do a nice joist here, and then let's la- lower in a <laughs> tube of water that will slowly fill up the room. And while that happens, we'll go kidnap the president. Just like, we'll go away. <laughs> you decided to to build a wall. No, and don't bury the president. Thing. This is my favorite. This is my favorite fucking thing in the episode. Be- hands down, better than anything else. Almost anything else we've seen in in weeks and months. When they bury him in there and they start filling up the water, then we see our personal first glimpse of General Warhawk, the big bad, and he's there, and he goes. He's staring at him. He does a little chuckle and he says, "Too bad he won't be around to watch me kidnap the president." Too bad he won't be around to watch me kidnap the president. <laughs> and his eyeglasses do a little glint. <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> and it's fucking incredible because we haven't heard about the president until now. This is the no. first moment. And it's just been a Dracula kidnapping a little boy. And now he's like, too bad he won't be around to watch me kidnap the president. <laughs> <laughs> Where does this factor in any of this? <laughs> it is, you know what? I mean, it's funny because... While this was happening, I started to look at the runtime and I was like, oh, this is probably almost over, right? And it's like, oh, there's 10 minutes left (laughs) or something, right? And so I feel like the creators of the show had the same surprise. (laughs) Wait, this only took up up 12 minutes? Are you shitting me? Well, Well, what else are we going to do? Let's do the old president thing. Let's have him kidnap the president, I guess. That old chestnut? Now let's pivot from the spooky house to this new whole different thing. With, with That's very ben funny, Franklin but also kites? sounds pretty reasonable as a guess. I mean, kind yeah. of, right? Yeah. <laughs> They've got Ben Franklin kites that are... Why? President Why stuff? We're doing president because stuff. Because there's a, a lightning a storm. And He's they... on money, just like ben our president. Ben Franklin was the president. You're right, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> How could I have been so stupid? You know, they've got to be in a place that's close to... Troutman's family members, so they're in the DC metro area, and also the lights are off. Also, the the lights lights are off, and they need, I guess, in order to kidnap the president, they would need all the power in DC to be out because once that happens, I guess the president leaves. Or yeah, the I don't know. uh, Yeah, they like like get him in a car. We had we had presidents before light bulbs, and they weren't just constantly getting kidnapped. No, right. <laughs> no. Also, also, you're telling me the White House doesn't have a backup generator, uh, or or that their their opinion is not to lock down and just keep the president in one place and not like, well, we got to get him out so that he can check his email. I guess I don't know. Put him in a sedan. He yeah. doesn't like the dark. It's spooky. He wants to go out where he can see the stars and the moon. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Of course. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, there's this whole fucking vehicle sequence where Savage, like, gets the president's, like, they've knocked, I think they kill a bunch of Secret Service and they get the president out of the the car. The ninjas show up around this time. Yes, the ninjas are here. Um, President V ninjas. And uh, we all know who wins that fight. You tell me Rambo couldn't fight those ninjas in the spooky house? I I mean, is it too much then? Too many hats on hats to have Dracula and ninjas, uh, you know, working hand in hand in the same spooky house? (laughs) I'm sorry. I just got an (laughs) erection. (laughs) I mean, we still get it in this episode. We're still getting Dracula and ninjas. It's kind of amazing. (laughs) 
<laughs> but it's it's done so casually that you it just is almost by accident. Like yeah, it's almost yeah. by just the virtue of how batshit this show is on a regular basis that this had both Dracula and ninjas and they don't even bat an eye. <laughs> yeah, and actually, you know, so Rambo knows this ninja. He shows up and 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 uh, it's it's Black Dragon, and yeah, they have Black this interchange. He says, "Your aim isn't what it used to be, Black Dragon. You may escape the arrow, but never the Bakuhatsugama. You may escape the arrow, but never the Bakuhatsugama." And I was like, stopped in my tracks. I was like, suddenly, this is like this is like actually interesting. This is like legit kind of Japanese and interesting world building, where like. There's like a ninja weapon called the Kusari Gama that's like kind of a chain weapon with hooks on the end. Yeah. But he called it the Bakuhatsu Gama, which Bakuhatsu is like explosion. So like he's got like an exploding Kusari Gama and we don't get to see him use it. Well, I was okay. waiting for it to explode, but I was like, wow, okay. I like, so, get what's going on here. Something that I that I saw uh, about this show was apparently they do quite a lot. And I think I mentioned this last episode. They do quite a lot of episodes of this show that are about ninjas and are about Black Dragon and like his brother, mm. White Dragon or something like that. There's like a whole <laughs> bunch of shit. And I think they probably, this is another case of like the animators, you know, whether they just wanted to do uh Nausicaa for, for elf tales or it's like the animators oh, just right, wanted yeah. to just wanted to do enter the dragon or whatever. Uh And so, um you know, or wanted to do their, you know, Lady Snowblood or what, you know, whatever, you know, Japanese cinema they wanted to do. And uh, they apparently did it so well that the Japanese animation team wrote the American team for the show, a handwritten letter of thank you of how impressed they were with the Japanese what? ninja episodes that they were so delighted by getting to animate them and by the the content that they were like totally delighted um well they also probably have been shoveling some shit for a little while (laughs) yeah Yeah. almost certainly yeah uh but i time one of these american companies call it's like fucking strawberry shortcake right (laughs) yeah and then they get to do they get to do ninja shit but yeah (laughs) i don't know i thought that was kind of funny those are our guys yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um there, there there is a moment i was delighted when rambo uh because he deals with Count Vlad uh, before dealing with the ninjas. It's like a, a, a multi-stage right. situation. Um, but there's like there's like three troopers on the roof uh, before he deals with before he throws Dracula off a building. Um, but he does this like single drop in the air. He like T poses oh, yeah. in the air and just the weight of him falling just KOs three guys at once. And, and these guys had guns. <laughs> yeah. He does this, and they're so stunned at Rambo flying through the air, T-posing, that they don't even shoot their guns. <laughs> He's just, like, dead weight falling on top. He doesn't, like, do I a I wanted to mention or... it, too. I thought it, I had... I wasn't sure how to describe it to do it justice on the pod, but, yeah, yeah. he's sort of flying... His flying T-attack is... <laughs> and he jumps so high. I know. He gets... He I know. gets it's like a, feet of it's like an and upside down, down suplex of some i don't know like a, yeah and he just he hits them like a real life crucifix like a big <laughs> iron, yeah. like a big wooden t yes the power of christ compels you uh, um which would be really effective against dracula but he does it against it three guys <laughs> um and then does not 
become the human cross and just throws Dracula off a building um, and saves him because he doesn't, I guess. He's a kill. Rambo yeah, doesn't kill. Says, I will lock you up, Count Vlad. And that's fine. I, and then he runs off to go save the president from ninjas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. He clings to a lot of helicopters in this show. Have we noticed? Yeah. I feel like we should yeah. be keeping a count of how many helicopters he either pilots or hangs from. Yeah. Um, regardless, I guess he saves the president. But there's a, a yet another uh, completely horrifying final exchange in this show um, where they're reunited with the family and the kids because I guess Vlad re- revealed that the kid was like hanging out in a basement cupboard. Or something. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Because he, he was, you know, not important to the rest of the episode. Yep. Uh, and so they, they sort of star wipe the, all of those problems away and uh, have them all reunited. And this is where Billy or Danny or Johnny or whatever learns his lesson about not <laughs> lying. But he also says, he looks at Rambo and is like, when I grow up, I want to be just like you. And I just see those <laughs> Vietnam flashbacks in his eye, the, the haunted dead look of Sylvester Stallone in the movies. And the, uh, yeah, uh, sure, kid, uh, you can be whatever you want. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> You're a good kid. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, you can. You too can be a haunted dead-eyed tool of the state. <laughs> whatever you want. Fuck yeah. Force uh, of freedom. Force of fucking freedom. Oh, God. Let's wrap this thing up. All right, guys. We did it. We made it through. Um, We watched a lot of hunks, do a lot of fun stuff. We got an extra hunk, a secret hunk, Dracula. Secret (laughs) hunks. At this point, Dracula should not be a secret on our podcast. (laughs) He Mm. makes quite a few guest appearances. Uh, I guess I guess I would just uh, I would just end with um, another great icebreaker for work. Can I just <laughs> say I feel like this meeting could have been an email. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. If you could only have one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh no! Who's your office hero? Who's your office hero? That's it's oh. gotta be Dave. Shout out to Dave. <laughs> yeah, that dude's I, I always... was gonna I was gonna say Dave. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna also say Dave. Yeah, he's our boss. No, wait, I'm gonna say Trang Trangens. <laughs> no, why, why? Why is that? <laughs> I'm gonna say tra- Trangens, uh, <laughs> the office, uh, the office cryptid, um, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> No one believes you're real, but I know <laughs> you mouse, are. The man-sized mouse that lives in the vents. <laughs> he gets a lot done, though. Yeah. He's my fucking hero. He's like the, shoe, <laughs> he's like the elves in the shoemaker. I come back and all my reports have been done. And I say, mm, Trangens. Oh, oh Trangens. <laughs> put a little saucer of milk for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, are we um, are we doing this again? I'd be uh, down. I think yeah. so. I think we got at least one more in us. I think so. Especially gotta, looking gotta, at some of the other uh, the other kinds of uh, Rambo episodes. There's definitely yes. one that I want us to watch. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I I have to see I have to see Evil Ack. I gotta know which we gotta do that Conan episode. Yeah, which I guess will all be explained when we watch it. It's not gonna be that great. 
yeah. of an explanation. You I just heard have about to see it on it. the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sort of a notorious episode of Conan. Oh yeah, so we'll do at least one more week of this, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, but I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time with these hunks. Yeah. Shirt or no? Pepperonis or no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we see you next Tuesday? Yeah, that's what I say to Trangens. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> Trangens. I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs>